Hi folks, this is Matt Weber, host of the EdCast. Quick program note before you start the episode. The EdCast you're about to listen to is with Hanan El Kharoub. She's this past year's Global Teacher of the Year, and we conducted the interview through a translator as Mrs. Hanan speaks Arabic. So the voice you will be hearing is the translator's, but the words are Mrs. Hanan's. Uh, enjoy the interview, and happy World Teachers Day, hashtag teachers matter. Uh, hashtag it's okay to speak in hashtags. Hello and welcome to the Harvard EdCast, a series of conversations with thought leaders in the field of education from across the country and around the world. I'm your host, Matt Weber, and today we're lucky enough to have Hanan El Haroub, recipient of the 2016 Global Teacher Prize from the Varki Foundation. She's a teacher in Palestine, here to share her story. Welcome, Mrs. Hanan. Your approach to education and why you are a teacher is very much rooted in your powerful personal story. Can you let our listeners know why you decided to become a teacher and the story associated with that? All right. First of all, thank you very much for welcoming me here and giving me this opportunity to tell you about my experience. Um, to answer your question, it all started when the Israeli occupying forces opened fire on my husband and children who were in a car. And this uh, caused them to uh, feel a deep sense of trauma and our whole family um, uh, went into a crisis as a result of that. And uh, there was a sense of fear, of panic even, of hatred, of uh, distrust, of um, um, a lack of desire to go and learn to go to school. So it, it was a very difficult situation. And as a mother, of course, I had to find a solution. So I started going to libraries, I talked to experts. I was looking for guidance of any sort to know how to put my arm around the, the problem. But then in the end, I realized all that was very theoretical. You know, I didn't, came, I didn't come away with any practical solution. And I don't know, um, serendipitously, I started to play with my kids around the house and to devote a little corner where they could play safely while I was trying to teach them some um, rudiments. Of, um, and uh, little by little, uh, I realized that my kids were more relaxed. They started to be more receptive they started to be more confident in themselves. I'm not saying it was overnight, it took, it took time. Uh, however, if assistance had been more forthcoming, uh, I'm sure it would have taken less time. But however, given the situation, it took the time that it needed. And um, Thank you. You mentioned play being a part of this, and I'm curious, your teaching style is heavily rooted in play especially among students who have dealt with violent situations. I'm wondering, Mrs. Hanan, could you walk me through an example of your instruction and how you've developed it over the years? Um, in terms of uh, toys, uh, I use whatever is available in my environment, um, whatever I can recycle from um, ordinary um, household items. Um, it can be um, dishes, it can be ice cream cups or whatever, you know, cardboard items. And the second thing is that I set up teams. So the kids learn to play within a team. And uh, what they do is based on the, 
on the principle of winning and losing. They know that these are the two aspects that have to interact and have a conversation with each other. And uh, this allows me to have to induce behavioral changes because kids are very much um, spurred you know, into making their team win. And that is going to cause them to have the proper behavior in order to make the team win. And I uh, give them perf uh, total latitude within the team and they, they're able to swap roles as uh, the need may be. Uh, whatever is required, like, you know, in sports, whatever is required to make the team uh, win. Uh, games uh, in themselves are not sufficient, of course. They need to be reinforced. And that's why I give prizes, uh, recompenses, for um, the team leader or the team that has um, that had a good performance. And, uh, and then I take them, you know, to learn... Um, on the ground, I take them to libraries. I take them, if somebody likes to paint or to draw, for example, we go to a uh, studio or to, at to an atelier. So everything is learned like hands-on. I like that the teacher who gives out prizes wins the teacher prize, the global teacher prize from the Varki Foundation. How did it feel to be recognized as ostensibly the best teacher in the world? I feel tremendous joy, of course. Who wouldn't feel joy <laughs> in my place? And I'm extremely proud uh, as well, uh, personally, but also as a Palestinian. Uh, and I'm also very proud and happy to be able to convey this message to the world that Palestine wants to live, and it wants to live in peace. It wants to be happy, like any other people in, in the world. And I'm very happy that this uh, prize uh, allows me to actually convey this message to a larger audience. The prize seems to have given you a great pulpit to share your slogan, which is no to violence. Uh, I'm curious how this story, this teaching with the world, the global response now of you taking your story, your message, and your slogan of no to violence, how it's resonating with all the different places that you go, including Harvard and anywhere else. <coughs> Um, my answer to this question ties in with my previous answer uh, because this prize that I've won is also a prize uh, for my methodology. This methodology has become more widespread and the whole world is aware of it right now. So um, I can say that this award is also my reward. Um, this um, award has established the viability of my methodology. Uh, it has established its impact, its beneficial effect on people. And now it has become an integral part of uh, uh, the teaching curricula in Palestine. More and more people, uh, teachers, are following suit and are, are trying to incorporate some of its elements. Uh, everywhere I go, I find a tremendous welcome for it. And the fact that I'm a Palestinian is actually um, a good factor as well, it's good leverage, because people are paying attention. Who is this Palestinian woman who has been able to, to win this distinction? And so people pay attention, and they give me a lot of encouragement as well.
It was really nice to see after Pope Francis announced your name that before you received your award, you hugged and shook hands with all of the other teachers up on the stage. And it just showed a true fellowship of respect of the teaching profession. So on behalf of all of us at the Harvard Graduate School of Education, thank you for what you do and congratulations. Yes, uh, this world is actually a, a global village and uh, it is interconnected. We're all interdependent, we all have the same preoccupation, so we really have to embrace one another. We have a, commonali a commonality of destiny. And it's beautiful that this Global Prize allows that to happen. So thank you, Mrs. Hanan. Thank you to the Varkey Foundation. This has been the Harvard EdCast, a production of the Harvard Graduate School of Education. I'm your host, Matt Weber. Thank you kindly for listening. <laughs>